Welcome to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida, delivering your weekly dose of real medical news and healthy living tips and trends. This podcast is for anyone who wants to prioritize their health and stay up to date with the latest medical information to help you live your healthiest, happiest life. And now for your weekly dose of medical news, health talk, and a whole lot of fun, here's your host, Dr. Frida. I'm Dr. Frida, and today I'm going to give you seven low-sodium foods to combat high blood pressure and to improve your heart health. Now, how many of you are tired of doctors like me always telling you what not to do? Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Just don't do it. But guess what? By popular demand, today I'm going to do a do video, what you should do. I'm going to tell you the low sodium foods that you should eat in order to improve your health. Now, we know that having a low sodium diet is critical for preventing and managing high blood pressure. And high blood pressure is a leading cause of heart disease, strokes, and kidney failure. So today, stay tuned because I'm going to tell you seven low sodium foods you do want to eat to improve your health. But first, let me tell you how much sodium you should have in your diet. Now, sodium is a mineral that is essential for good health. But as with most things, too much of anything is not good. And so you definitely do not want to have too much sodium in your diet because that can lead to high blood pressure and its other problems. Most of the sodium that you take in in your diet will come from pre-packaged foods. And so it's important that you try to have fresh foods and that you know the salt content. According to the USDA, you should be taking in less than 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day, less than 2.3 grams of sodium. According to the World Health Organization, you should have less than two grams or 2,000 milligrams of sodium a day. And when it comes down to that American Heart Association, they are quite stringent, quite strict. And they say you should have less than 1.5 grams of sodium a day, less than 1,500 milligrams of sodium. So it's important that you become label watchers and really pay attention to the amount of sodium that you take in. And it's also important that you pay attention to this video because we are going to talk about some foods that are low in sodium. All right. Number one, fruits. I'm sure that's not a shocker. You know that fruit is healthy. So what fruits do, they have low sodium, but they also have vitamins. They have minerals. They have fiber. They tend to be filling. And so you don't want to eat as much. Fruits can also satisfy that sweet tooth and make you less likely to go out and get those carbs that are really high in unhealthy sugars. And so fruit, that's a low sodium food that you want to have in your diet. And so here are some fruits that are really excellent and low in sodium. We have our apples, definitely low in sodium. Grapefruit, which again, they have certain vitamins that you want to have and incorporate. Bananas, where are our bananas? Who doesn't love a good banana? Bananas are high in potassium and they are also low in sodium. So you want to make sure you have those. Strawberries. Strawberries are also, they're excellent because they're low in sodium, but they can also be a food that can be a natural way to help to lower blood pressure as are many of these foods. Make sure you check out my video on how to lower blood pressure naturally to see which ones of these foods pop up in that video. Other fruits that are low in sodium include pears. Pears are also high in fiber, so that's good also. Plums, watermelon as well. 
So make sure when you're thinking about your low sodium foods, you put fruit at the top of the list. Number two, vegetables. Now, you know good and well that fresh veggies are low in sodium. But remember, I said fresh veggies, not all vegetables. So there are some vegetables that are lower in sodium than others. And I'll talk about those in just a second. But I do want to remind you that while fresh vegetables are the best, if you are in a situation where you cannot always get the fresh vegetables, you want to get the frozen vegetables because the frozen vegetables are going to have less sodium than the canned vegetables. Now, those canned vegetables, let me tell you something about the canned vegetables. You definitely want to avoid them if you can. But realistically, canned vegetables are much less expensive than fresh vegetables. Now, I understand that everyone is not in a position to always be able to go out and buy these organic fresh vegetables. So let me tell you something practical you can do if you're in a situation where you have to have canned vegetables. Look at the labels. If you see vegetables that are in a can and it says no salt added, that's the one you want. And certainly if you see reduced sodium, that's going to be better than getting the typical canned vegetables. But if your canned vegetables are high in sodium and you don't have much of a choice in that, don't worry. What you do is you open that can and you pour off that salty stock. You pour off the salty water and you replace it with water that has no salt. And that will help you to reduce the sodium, even if you have to have canned vegetables. But again, fresh vegetables are the best. Number two, frozen vegetables. And if you have the canned vegetables, then those are some tricks to still keep your sodium low. Ever felt overlooked or not heard in a doctor's office? Frustrated with waiting rooms and rushed consultations? I'm Dr. Frida, and I have the perfect remedy. I'm a medical doctor who has been triple board certified, and I believe everyone should have access to world-class healthcare. I want to personally invite you to experience my VIP consultation telehealth services, a space where you're more than just a patient, you're a priority. Picture this, you're in your living room. And in moments, you're having a comprehensive medical consultation with me where your top concerns are addressed. From second opinions to enhanced privacy to clear explanations of your medical conditions, the benefits are countless. Click the link below and book your VIP consultation today. Now, here's the interesting thing about vegetables. Some vegetables actually do have some sodium in them. And so I'm going to talk to you about which vegetables are known for having low sodium. The vegetables that have a moderately low amount of sodium include onions. We got some onions right here. It's a nice little red onion. And also Brussels sprouts, moderately low amount of sodium and celery. But then if you really want to be strict with your sodium and you want to have vegetables that have essentially zero sodium, that's when you are going to want to look to your cucumbers. Cucumbers have essentially no sodium. So that's excellent. Also squash. I love me some squash. Squash has essentially no sodium and some other really, really low sodium garlic. Garlic has practically no sodium. So we're talking about the very, very, very low sodium vegetables. And you already know that garlic is something that can help to enhance your immune system. It can help to lower your blood pressure naturally. So garlic has all kinds of things going on. But yes, having essentially no sodium is something else with the garlic. Asparagus has very, very low or essentially no sodium as well. And guess what else? Green beans. Here, I got some frozen green beans right here. Get you some fresh ones if you can, but green beans have essentially no sodium. 
Now, here's the deal. A lot of you guys think about, ooh, I love vegetables. I love everything you mentioned. You're probably thinking you like squash casserole and you like, you know, all kinds of vegetables. But think about why you like those vegetables. I hope you like them because they're fresh and delicious. If you like them because they're cooked in a whole bunch of sauces, I want you to rethink it because a lot of times the sauces add sodium. So I'm really talking about dealing with fresh vegetables cooked with no sodium added. The squash has no sodium alone, but if you put it in a casserole with all kinds of bread, cheese, salt, you're defeating the purpose. So you want to figure out ways to cook these vegetables. You know, you can have them raw for sure, but if you're going to cook them, you want to cook them with no sodium. And we'll talk about some tricks on how to do that and still have your flavor. So yes, there are ways to add flavor to your vegetables without using salt. You can use certain fruits like lemons, zest yourself a lemon, and that can help to enhance the flavor of your foods. You can add all kinds of herbs. You can add peppers. You can add ginger. You can add, um, again, red pepper is good. You can add garlic to the other vegetables, onions. Just really be creative and think of ways to spice up your food without adding salt. You can also use some of the salt substitutes but you want to be careful. And again, you want to be a label watcher because a lot of the salt substitutes are high in potassium. And if you are a person who needs to have a potassium restriction, then you certainly don't want to have high potassium. For example, if you are a chronic kidney disease patient, or if you're on dialysis, typically you want to limit your potassium to less than two grams a day. And so if you're doing a salt substitute that's high in potassium, that defeats the purpose. Make sure in everything you do, you consult your physician and you find out the amount of potassium, the amount of sodium. Find out what's recommended for you. Consult your doctor. But again, number two, vegetables, a low sodium food to help to fight high blood pressure and to improve heart health. You're listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. Be sure to download a copy of Dr. Frida's latest book, Under Pressure, your step-by-step guide to controlling high blood pressure. You'll find this and more at HealthyHappyLifePodcast.com. Number three, yogurt. (sighs) Y'all, I love me some yogurt. I really do. Yogurt is excellent because it can be a source of protein. It can be a source of good bacteria, which can help with your digestion. It can have some vitamins and minerals in it. And yogurt is another low sodium food. Here's the key. You want to have plain yogurt, plain yogurt, low fat yogurt. And you don't want to have a whole lot of additives like the fruits that come in the yogurt, because sometimes that leans to having more salt. So in other words, if they're putting fruits in there that are not fresh fruits, then you may be missing the whole point and you may end up having sodium in your yogurt. So get yourself a plain yogurt. In this yogurt, for example, in one serving, there's only 65 milligrams of sodium. Make sure you watch what a serving size is. For here, one serving is three quarters of a cup. If you know good and well that you have a whole cup or two cups, you want to go ahead and multiply out the sodium accordingly. But definitely yogurt can be a low sodium food. Now, don't worry. If you don't love plain yogurt, that's okay. You can add your own fruit to it, but make sure you're adding fresh fruits that also are low in sodium. Number four, nuts and seeds. Nuts and seeds, another low sodium food. But here's the thing. You have to make sure that the nuts are unsalted. Don't come around here with all kinds of salty, salty nuts and think you're having a low sodium diet because you're not unsalted. 
I love nuts because again, it's an excellent source for so many things. Proteins, you can have good fats in the nuts. Nuts can act as a snack to kind of help to fill you up. You can cook with nuts. It's really wonderful. But just remember having unsalted nuts and seeds, another low sodium food that can help to fight high blood pressure and improve heart health. Number five, oats and grains. Oats and grains are low sodium foods. Yes, they are. Now I go into detail about whole grains versus processed grains. I'm talking about whole grains. Make sure you watch my video on a heart healthy diet after you finish watching this video. So yes, oats, low in sodium. And oats are also good for so many other things. They are heart healthy and they can even help you when you're trying to have a diet to lower your cholesterol. So you want to add oats to your diet. That's a low sodium food. Grains, grains, low sodium as well. You can have rice. Yes, you can have rice. Brown rice is actually quite low in sodium. But again, you don't want to add all kinds of sauces and this and that and additives. Don't mess up your good thing. When I give you these foods, these foods are low in sodium, but be careful not to add sodium to them. Number six, eggs. You know what? I like eggs. I really do. And you can just have your egg whites if you like, but eggs are actually packed with protein. They are. And you're able to season your eggs without using salt. And then it can be another one of these low sodium foods. You can season your eggs with pepper. Yes. You can also use garlic, onion, spinach, and just don't add salt. But yes, eggs indeed are a powerful protein source and another low sodium food. If you are a person with high cholesterol, make sure you consult your physician to find out if eggs are okay for you. But in general, Eggs are another low sodium food. Just don't add any salt to them. Number seven, fresh fish and chicken. And I'll tell you why I mentioned this. I know we talk about plant-based diets and how they are very safe and healthy. And it is true. It's true. But I also know that many of you do eat meat. And so if you're eating meat, I want to give you low sodium options. If the fish is fresh, ooh, like salmon, mackerel, those fish with nice, you know, high omega-3s and the healthy fats, don't add salt to them. Use some of the seasonings that we talked about. You have a low sodium food. Same thing with chicken. Chicken with no skin, fresh, and don't add salt to it. I keep mentioning fresh because if you're dealing with pre-packaged deli meats that come in a pre-packaged container, look at that label those tend to have high sodium. And so if you're eating meat, make sure that you get fresh meat when you can. Don't add salt to it. And that's another low sodium food. You've been listening to the Healthy Happy Life Podcast with Dr. Frida. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed this show, don't forget to leave an awesome five-star review on iTunes so we can continue to bring you great medical talks. This podcast is intended to be informational only. It is not a medical consultation, and this is not personalized medical advice. For medical advice, please consult your physician.